Kingstone Civil Engineering Limited and Lane End Developments. This is Adjudicast, a weekly mini-series on the latest developments in adjudication, brought to you by the members of 39 Essex Chambers who specialise in construction law. I'm Melissa Shipley, a barrister specialising in construction law at 39 Essex Chambers. This week, I'm looking at the TCC's recent judgment in Kingstone Civil Engineering Limited and Lane End Developments. I'm going to call this podcast Back to Basics. So first, the facts. Lane End was the main contractor on a housing development. Kingstone was subcontracted to carry out enabling works. There was an adjudication decision in Kingstone's favour. That adjudication was conducted in accordance with the scheme for construction contracts. The hearing was Kingstone's application for summary judgment in respect of that decision and Lane End's Part 8 claim. There were three main issues. Did the adjudicator have jurisdiction to make his decision? Had Lane End waived the defect in the adjudicator's appointment by election? And had the adjudicator validly resigned? In relation to the first issue, jurisdiction, albeit on the same day, Kingstone had submitted its request for the appointment of an adjudicator before it served its notice of adjudication. Paragraph 2.1 of the scheme provides that following the giving of a notice of adjudication, the referring party shall request the appointment of an adjudicator. As the request for the appointment of an adjudicator had been made before the notice of adjudication was served, the court found that the adjudicator was not validly appointed in accordance with paragraph 2.1 of the scheme. The court relied on Vision Homes Limited and Lanksville Construction, where a revised notice of adjudication was served no more than 18 minutes after the request. However, that too was found to invalidate the appointment. The fact that the scheme had been amended following Vision Homes to provide that a notice of adjudication can be given at any time did not alter the necessary sequence. A referring party must serve its notice of adjudication before requesting the appointment of an adjudicator in adjudications under the scheme. In relation to the second point, waiver, by way of recap, a person waives by election its right to assert a substantive right by acting inconsistently with that right when presented with a choice. The court found that there was no choice on the facts. As the request for the appointment of an adjudicator preceded the notice of adjudication, it could not take effect as an appointment in the adjudication. The adjudicator was not appointed to act in the adjudication at all. His appointment was a nullity. As a result, the court said that the relevant defect was not and is not susceptible to waiver by election. Finally, in relation to the adjudicator's resignation, during the course of the adjudication, the adjudicator received an automated response from Lane End. That said, due to the government guidance relating to the COVID-19 pandemic, Lane End Group is currently closed for business until further notice. 
the adjudicator then emailed Lane End stating that the adjudication was effectively terminated. No one from Kingstone was copied into that email. Under paragraph 9-1 of the scheme, the adjudicator was entitled to resign by giving notice in writing to the parties to the dispute. The court found that paragraph 9-1 provided a comprehensive code for an adjudicator's method of resignation. As no notice of resignation was served on Kingstone, the resignation email was not effective and did not terminate the adjudication. So the key takeaway from this case is really a back to basics point. A referring party must serve its notice of adjudication before requesting the appointment of an adjudicator in adjudications subject to the scheme. Thanks for listening. At 39 Essex Chambers, we cover a vast array of practice areas and sectors. You can find out more about our expertise and our barristers at 39essex.com, where you can also see our extensive catalogue of articles, podcasts and webinars.